welcome to the Watch and Learn Show, where we talk about life lessons we learn from movies new and old, and we have a bit of fun along the way. And now, here's the host, Sky and Dusty. Hey, hey, movie maniacs! My name is Sky, and that guy on the other side of the screen, the YouTube screen, is my brother Dusty. And today, we're going to be talking about. The Hunt. So, Dust, tell me, what are your initial thoughts on this movie? Oh, I had no clue what to expect. Now, what I usually see in most movies, what would you call it? The, um, uh, no, I, I can't remember what the word is, but basically where it's cliche, I guess, where it's always like a certain type of person's the bad guy and, and all that sort of stuff. And usually have like the, um, it's usually the people that would be, I, I, it's hard for me to say it. It was just so weird how having like the leftists be the ones that are killing people. Like that's really what it came down to. The leftists are the ones killing people. And then you have, cause usually movies are around about like anarchists or the one or whatever it might be. But this was just rather interesting. And then having somebody with a mistaken identity be the one to actually be taken. And then actually, you know, take some, take some, uh, good, uh, give some good lessons or some good lumps on these bad people. And it was rather interesting and entertaining because you didn't really know what's coming throughout the whole thing. What do you think? I absolutely loved it. I've seen it three times already. Uh, three it's, times? It's, yeah, it is Whoa. such a good, such a fun movie. Um, one of the things that, that, was, that I found interesting was this one was actually initially delayed i think because of two reasons it might have been it was going to be released like last year but there might have been some big public shooting school shooting or something that pushed it back but there was also a lot of kickback from the republican from the right who heard about the movie and said they're killing people on the right we can't have this so there was a lot of negative pushback from it but when i rented it and watched it the first time i loved how it kind of poked fun at both sides both sides are just you know you see the bad all the bad aspects of the left, you see all the bad aspects of the right. So it's kind of like a social satire, but involving killing and, and, and death and stuff, right? Kidnapping, killing and all that kind of stuff. So I really enjoyed how it doesn't seem like the movie took one side, like the right is right or the left is right. You know what I mean? I, I really love uh, that aspect. So I had a lot I don't of know. fun. I, I, I agree with that other than the left should not be killing people or whoever the killing of the people, whoever is pinpointed as being the one doing the killing of human beings for sport or for fun or whatever it might be. That's not right. That's literally wrong. So you would say that that's wrong, but yeah, you never see anything like that where it shows the progressives or the left being the bad ones. It's always the other way. But outside of that, I thought it was really enjoyable. I mean, what's really interesting because you also this is not like the dystopian type of universe like hunger games or anything like that it's not like that but it kind of resembles it a little bit where they're all of a sudden put to where they all have can get weapons which i thought was rather weird in the first place i wouldn't have given them any weapons personally but long story short they jump in there they get weapons and then they had you know hunt them down um so many different holes in how the leftists were doing it. it was so weird to me i was like man that's totally not how i do it I learned good lessons from surviving the game. Ice T, I learned a lot from there, so much more so. So we, if we want to learn how to kill people, you know, hunt them down, that's a better movie to go after. This one's a little rough, but really, really enjoy. I can't believe you already watched it three times. I've only seen it the once. I might have to watch it again. Yeah, I I loved it, man. I'll tell you right now, I give it an A. It's such a fun watch. And at the end of the first time, I, I looked at the 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 timer on it was eighty five minutes. 
that was perfect. Like you, they told a full story from start to finish. You understand what's happening. There's all these interesting, different kinds of characters, um, cool, exciting, fun moments, some small chase scenes, and just it was just it was just such a thrilling movie for an hour and twenty five minutes. I, I could not recommend it. I mean, if you, I couldn't recommend it enough. Like if you hate movies with killing and stuff, yeah, don't go watch it. But if you're down with kind of like horror, suspense, action, you've got to see this movie. And you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. So you you wanted us to watch uh, Brigsby Bear, and we watched it. <laughs> and you said, okay, Dusty, now I, I got to simple things down. Like only action, adventure, or something. Like like. And I, I started thinking, at first I was kind of like defending myself. But then I realized, you know what? I'm a simple man with simple <laughs> pleasures. Give me action. <laughs> give me comedy. And give me you know, things blowing up. I'm going to be fine. I love that stuff. I don't need to well round my palate. You know, a palate's a special time in a boy's life. That's when... right. <laughs> so <laughs> now I personally just like, I just want to watch things that make me entertained. And if I don't get entertained, I'm like, oh, boring. Let's turn this off. Totally. And so this, I did not feel like this at any given point. It was really good. And I did really enjoy the amount of characters like a bunch of different characters in there a lot of different things you they pop in then pop right back or die you know really quickly but you get to see like is this person going to stick around is this kind of person going to stick around it was it was enjoyable so yeah i i enjoyed the movie i if i were to give it a grade it's it doesn't rank up to movies like die hard or you know things like that or even surviving the game that's probably might be up there i'm gonna give it an a minus because i thoroughly enjoyed it i was about to give it a B plus, but then with you giving it an A, I have to jump it up to an A minus because I did enjoy it. Um, and giving it a B just didn't seem to do it justice. Cause I would say if you're at all a fan of fun, entertainment, action, and not necessarily gruesome death, but you know, it's part of action. This would be a fun movie to watch. And then you have the one person that is supposedly the underdog, but then you find out this person's not the underdog. In fact, this is the top dog. This is the rabbit. That's going to literally eat your lunch. 100%. Betty Gilpin. I mean, I I don't I can't recall ever seeing her before this movie, but now that I've seen her and I love her in this role as Crystal, she's such a badass. And I like how she's like kind of emotionally unhinged at times. You get some really weird insights into her into her like crazy kind of personality and stuff. Maybe because she was in Afghanistan, she suffers from PTSD and she's just got weird stuff going on in her head. I absolutely loved her, her portrayal of this character. So I think I'm gonna have to watch like uh, uh some of her other shows. Like she's on that show Glow gorgeous ladies of wrestling on netflix i'm gonna have to watch that just to get some more betty gilpin in me because she was fabulous it was yeah and i think in general it was rather fun and the the people that you thought were going to stick around a long time didn't and that was rather rather interesting but it was it was interesting like you they brought up like deplorables and you brought up like progressives like the whole it was playing on everything which was rather rather entertaining and when I saw the guy come out of the plane and he's all like, what's going on? What's going on? Did you really like, at what point did you like it flipping a switch? Cause we already knew the hunt. We kind of knew they're going to hunting people, but did, was that like the flip a switch? Like, Oh, this is like, this is legit. These guys are crazy or they're, they're horribly evil people. Like did that, was that airplane scene? What really set you off or was there something else? Uh, no, it was the airplane scene when they, you see him just stab Randy in the neck like that. You know that they mean business, right? They're not going to get to the field or wherever they're going. And then suddenly wuss out and not want to kill these guys. You know that they're in it to win it. Yeah, absolutely. And 
Why did they give them weapons? I don't understand that one bit. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. If you really wanted to kill them, I guess there was some kind of, maybe they had some kind of weird doing it fairly or justice why. I, I Who knows? It was a big mistake. I mean, that could be easily be the Monday morning quarterback. Why give them weapons, you know? On top of that, because remember, I learned from Surviving the Game, Ice-T's movie mm-hmm. showed us how to do it right, how to actually hunt people. But they're sitting in a bunker that has one view going out, and it's just a shoot, but then they go and hunker down in there. Like, if you literally take, I don't know if you're if you're like MacGyver, take one of those landmines, figure out a way. I'm not sure how to do it, because I wouldn't even try, but if you had any of those skills, take that landmine, literally throw it inside of there, blow up the entire thing, or something like that. Or literally get a gas can, dump it all over that thing and catch it on fire, and then start picking them off when they come out. Long story short, it was just rather, that was just stupid of in the movie. I didn't like that. I was like, why are they sitting in this little bunker waiting for something to happen? It just didn't seem right to me. What do you think? I agree with you. That might be their consultant's major issue. He didn't set them up for success. Uh, they absolutely failed because of th- that stuff that you said right there. And why was the main bad lady... Why was she not a part of this entire hunt? She was in that side of the house the whole time. That was just like, I didn't get that like this. She set this up. She's the one that wanted all this. And then all of a sudden now she's just hiding out in the house, making a, you know, a grilled cheese sandwich. It's just weird. Yeah, it was. But I mean, they, they just did that for the storytelling. If this actually happened, they would have all been in that bunker shooting at the exact same time, you know, um, but absolutely. even even those small little things, I still absolutely enjoyed this movie. I'd recommend anybody to go see it. Um, what did you think about Crystal's jackrabbit and box turtle story uh, after she ran over that dude's head? Did you did you enjoy that scene? Absolutely, I thought it was fantastic, and I loved that she backed over, like she kicked him and got out. But she's like, I'm not just going to let him live. Like this guy has to die, mm-hmm. and she's actually seems really really smart. Um, much more. And I thought the exact same thing in this, wherever I'm at, people are trying to kill me. Everybody's lying. Everybody's going to try to kill me. I don't care if they say that they're my friend. I don't care. Like even you that I just met, even you, you're probably going to kill me. I'm going to defend myself no matter what. Um, But yeah, backing up and running them over, which was phenomenal. I love that. But then telling that story, it was a little slower bit of the story. But then it fast, not fast forward, but like you get to the very end where she is literally eating that lady's lunch and she's savoring it. And the question was that I think it was the old guy who said, Are, you know, who's the rabbit and who's the um, hare and or who's the hare and who's the turtle in this? And she didn't say anything. Now she she's saying, no, I'm the I'm the hare. Like, I'm the rabbit. I'm the one that's actually taking these people. I go I take it to them. So really, really enjoyable scene for me. What do you think? For sure. And I love the how, like you said, they brought it back at the end. She was eating their dinner. The jackrabbit comes through the door and that kind of like wakes her up and she gets a second win and she's able to patch herself up and everything. Absolutely loved it. But, uh, and so that was my favorite scene, her running over the guy and then telling the, the jackrabbit box turtle story. But that brings up a question, Dust. I have my own answer. I want to know what you think. Was Dawn one of the hunters or one of the hunted? That's a good question. I, because we don't see him anywhere in all the other flashbacks or with them setting it up and you only see him there. I literally think he was, um, one of them. And, but the main bad lady was smart to try to like trick the, um, uh, Dawn or the other lady, Crystal. um, 
tri- Crystal into shooting Dawn because, or Dawn, vice versa. Like, oh, she's trying to get me killed. She's going to kill me. I better shoot her. All that sort of stuff. That was really smart. Yeah, um, it was smart. One, and, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, in the beginning, uh, at the gas station, when they when, when she was listening in on the radio and, and you know, uh, Athena's character said, turn the radio off, turn the radio off, they can hear us. And then uh, Crystal said, oh, one of you is smart. Yeah, Athena is the smart one. All the others, her cohorts are dumbasses. Maybe that's why she stayed away from them. Let them die. Let them pick off everybody. I'll pick up any uh, stragglers that end up surviving towards the end. And, yeah. But I do agree with you. Don was one of the survivors. Ultimately, because I counted up all the all the numbers of people, and there was only 12 if you count Randy and Don as part of the 12. And I guarantee, like, it, during that flashback scene, there was thousands of people that posted about Manorgate, the thousands that they would have wanted to kill. They're not going to stop at 11. They're going to get all 12, one dozen people there to kill them all. So it's unfortunate, um, but Don was one of the hunted. So she killed one of her own. Yeah. She did, but she is realizing like this Don guy doesn't really, he's not helping his case by how he's acting. And I, and this really goes into one of my lessons. Absolutely. If somebody is trying to kill you, you don't worry about killing them. It's either you die or they die. And in my opinion, if somebody is unprovoked, if I have not provoked anybody to actually kill me, which obviously they're going to say, well, you provoked us by posting something online. No, that does not constitute killing or murdering anybody. Long story short, if somebody's going to come after you and try to kill you, you either kill them or they're going to kill you. And the way Don was acting ties back into Don. The way Don is acting, oh, I can't believe you killed that guy. I got like like two or three times. Like, are you kidding me, Don? These people are literally killing people. Like, what? How are you even remotely at all feeling this way? So that's why I was like, yeah, he deserved to, to get a bullet because of how stupid he was, as well as you don't know if he's a bad guy or good guy. Literally don't. So, but that's my first lesson. It's either kill or be killed in this type of scenario. Hopefully, Lord willing, we never enter something like that. But if people are trying to kill me, I'm assuming everybody's going to try to kill me. Totally. 100%. I agree with that life lesson right there. My first one is keep your wits about you. Uh, no matter the situation. And in this movie, all of a sudden they're getting shot at. They have guns. You see in the beginning that one guy with those two automatics just running up. Ah, and he's shooting. He's freaking out. Of course he's going to die. But in every movie that you ever see, and even like, so in any movie that you see, if somebody's saying, there's too many of them, we're going to die. That person's going to die, right? Somebody's screaming out a window, come and get some, come and get some. They're going to die because they're freaking out, right? And I know this just also from personal experience. I play a game called Fortnite with my son, Dalen. And occasionally I'm being attacked by two or three people and I start freaking out on the controls. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to build. I don't know who to shoot at. And then I die because I'm, yeah. I'm like, I don't know where to go, what to do. So if you're ever under attack, like you said, someone's trying to kill you, take a breath, calm down, assess the situation, and then proceed, right? It doesn't help you at all to freak out. That's a great point. And thinking of that, I, I like playing Call of Duty. Call of Duty is a really, really fun game. Not saying it actually translates into anything actual combat, but you kind of get a little bit of glimpses. Like, you don't just run around the corner with a gun and like, oh, I'm going to go get, oh, I think they were over there. But no, now they're right here because they moved and pff, you die. Yep. So little things like that you can definitely learn. Um, and so in playing that, you kind of get a little glimpse of everything. But what I really enjoy doing is also being prepared in general. So my first lesson, this it was my first lesson, but in order of talking about it. So my second lesson is 
always be prepared. Like you see that Crystal is absolutely prepared. She was prepared because she was in the military and, and always had, had the training and all that sort of stuff. Um, but even as a civilian, you can be prepared. And if you're blessed to live in America, you are actually able to own firearms. You're able to pre- defend yourself. You're able to do that. Not many countries allow anybody, just anybody to own firearms to protect themselves. That's the only reason why we have firearms is to protect themselves. And so, um, I last week I went to a steel target range. Basically, you get set up, somebody holds a beeper, you've probably seen it. Oh, if yeah, so Sky and I love John Wick. John Wick's a fun movie. I showed him, hey, go watch Keanu Reeves. Like everybody watching this, you're watching it on YouTube, go to YouTube and you can watch our show on the watch and learn podcast.com forward slash YouTube. You can definitely see that. Um, or watch and learn podcast.com uh, forward slash YouTube. And also you'll see that. Keanu Reeves does a three gun competition style training, which is the pistol AR 15 or a rifle and a shotgun. And you can see him really train, really learn. And he's phenomenal. Like as an actor, he's doing an amazing job, but they hold the beeper, like say beep. And then you go and then you go shoot targets. Like if they're steel, they fall down, all that sort of stuff. This last Wednesday, and I'm going to keep doing it. This last Wednesday, I went to my first time. For my first time, went to the um, it was a steel shooting target range where you you shoot steel targets, and I actually got a pretty decent score. So you get five different bays that you get a different looks, different like types of targets, and all that sort of stuff. Long story short, I did really well in in one or two of them, or at least as far as I would say. But here's the thing: going back to what you said, being calm, collected, and being able to try, at least think. If you want to grab like, you know, a hundred rounds and try, bang, 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 and just try, just try to spray and pray that you hit something. The saying goes, slow is steady. Steady is fast. Cause if you're just like, like this, you're not going to, you're going to do poorly because in the steel targets, you're trying to get a time. You're from your first shot or the beep to, to the last shot is the fastest time. The fastest time wins. But if you're slow, you're steady. If you're steady, you're fast. And so you definitely want to keep doing that. That also ties into one. We haven't said this lesson in a long time, but this is another, I'm, I'm going to rant a little bit. I, I have been going on a rant a little bit, but another lesson is the exact same thing. When you're in a gunfight, you're, if you're not shooting, you're reloading. If you're not reloading, you're moving. If you're not moving, you're dead. That's the literally progression. So you definitely want to keep moving that. But yeah, being prepared is something that you everybody should be prepared for. Anything crazy like this. For sure. And I think that lesson that you just said, um, you know, shooting, reloading, moving, that's what Crystal did throughout the entire movie. Like she, she assessed her situation, figure out what was going on. And then she started moving towards whatever goal, you know, what, whatever idea could get her out of the situation. So you're right. She lived by that rule in this movie. Uh, my second lesson is, um, be mindful of what you say and do online because people are paying attention. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to be targeted by mass murderers and be killed. But if you have a job and you say something that the employer might not want you to say, I mean, you, you just have to be careful and mindful. People are getting fired left and right for the stuff that they say online. And so in this movie, all of the people on the right were talking about Mannergate. That's why they were chosen. If they never said anything, if they never spread the conspiracy theory about it, they would have never been targeted. Now, that doesn't say, or that's not to say that what they were doing was wrong, but... I mean, that's why they were targeted. So just watch what you say online. You never know what can come of that. That's a fantastic lesson. I know. So back, I don't know, five, 10 years ago, I used to post some things I about politics or anything like that. But then after a while, I realized nobody, it doesn't really help anything. At least I, I don't think it has. Um, in fact, 
I, when some people post political things that I don't agree with, I'm like, oh, I didn't need to know that about you. I like you just fine without <laughs> yep, that. Yep. You know, whatever, whatever it might be. It could be vice versa. Like somebody might think, oh, I like Dustin just fine without that. I didn't need to know that. And so now I'm just like, you know what? If, if we want to have a civil conversation about politics, we'll just sit down and talk about it together, you know, and that's then we can hopefully be civil. But online, you can't tell how much somebody cares. You can't tell their personality if they're really genuine or if they're being sarcastic. You can't, can't tell any of that stuff. And so I literally stopped any of that because I just realized there are other people who really enjoy doing that. I don't. I don't like having people upset at me. So I was like, eh, I'll just leave that alone. I'm not going to do that anymore. Good. You are I, you and I are on the same wavelength. I've never put anything out there politically, left, right, center, nothing at all. I, at least I don't think I ever have, and I, I know I never will. There's probably still some things that I've put out there that are probably still linger around, but nothing so like detrimental that it's like, I'm going to kill everybody or anything like that. Like nothing stupid. It's just like, oh, I see this and this is what I... But um, yeah, there's probably still out there, but I don't care. I'm, I, I You probably could go back and look for it and everything like that. But at the same time, I'm like, I still believe that stuff. And so unless I change, I will, if I do change, then maybe I'll correct it. But long story short, it's just like, ah, I don't need to talk about that stuff anymore. It's just, it's exhausting, especially when you get in arguments. It's just like, oh, this is so unproductive. Like, let's just move on. Totally, totally. Now, I am going to be super greedy. And my prop in this movie is that gigantic rack of weapons from the crate. That's my prop. That's a great prop. I mean, that was... Super I want phenomenal. them all, baby. Okay, I'm going to be a little more. Um, I love the entire compound. The house, <laughs> the compound. Her manor. The manor. That, the manor is what I would move my entire family over to Croatia and live in that manor. Totally, totally. Was Does it come with awesome. the Gruyere cheese? Oh, man. So do you know Gruyere? Have you ever had Gruyere cheese? I think I have. I can't remember. It's in Switzerland, and I literally went to the Gouliere Cheese Factory. They had a whole history lesson. They showed you how to do it. It was so phenomenal. And for going in there, they give you three different Gouliere cheese. One is like aged three months, one's aged six months, and one is aged nine months. Oh, my goodness. The nine months taste phenomenal. Six months is great. Three months is really good. But the longer it ages, you realize, man. Cheese is amazing. Like the science behind it. Anyways, long story short, I went to the Gouliere Cheese Factory. Really, really fun to eat that cheese. And I was like, the kids didn't like it. It's, it's not like um, blue cheese at all, but it has that sort of like a t- ting to it or like a, like a twinge to it. You know, it's like, it's got a little bite to it. And so the kids didn't like it. I'm like, oh, good. Thanks. More for me. <laughs> I just get it all. But yeah, Gouliere Cheese is, is terrific. Nice. Since then, have you gone to the grocery stores in your hometown, you know, Arizona or whatever? And do they have three and six and nine months? Is there a big price difference between the three? If you've ever looked, I am too frugal to buy any cheese other than cheddar. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm like I'm here. This is great. I'm gonna go ahead and, and get it and eat it. But yeah, I but it was really really good, and I do appreciate it. But to me, the thing to go buy it, I just don't. I just like ah, cheddar's just fine. I like cheddar a lot. I got you. I got you. Did they at the at the uh, Greer Cheese plant or factory? I don't know what you call it, but the place. Do they serve you the cheese in various forms? Like, is there a quesadilla for you, a grilled cheese, or do they just give you actual cheese samples? They're, they're samples in like a pressed um, like bag. You know, it's actually pressed. It's compressed. So you can actually it hopefully gets a lot of the air out. But um, yeah, so you get three. Each person gets three different, mm. um, you know, three, six and nine months. And then you just take them out, taste it. And then you taste it. It's it's really neat. And they also even tell you all the science. I mean, literally so much science behind it, even from what the cows eat 
translates into how the cheese tastes, all that sort of stuff. It's it's pretty neat. I bet. You know, those factory tours, I absolutely love them. We go on as many as we can when we visit someplace new. And the best factory tour ever was in New Zealand, in Dunedin, the Cadbury Chocolate Oh, factory. don't get it. It was go incredible. There. They give you so many samples of like 10 different types of full candy bars they give you. And at the end, they have their Cadbury Chocolate store where you can buy everything at a crazy discount. That's where we, we spent like $200 and bought yes. candy to bring back for everybody as a omiyage souvenirs you know yeah absolutely so we went to the hershey chocolate factory in pennsylvania um, uh, pennsylvania that was phenomenal the whole town is built by the the um man old man hershey um anyways phenomenal guy you could go look at that that was super fun super entertaining we also went to another chocolate factory in switzerland it's like swiss chocolate oh it was so amazing so there was a counter that was 25 feet long at the very end of the tour and you can, and they just kept putting out chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. It was all you can eat. I ate so much chocolate and they didn't have water. Like if they had a water fountain, I would have been like drinking the water and eat more. I could not eat any more chocolate because my mouth was so dry and so parched. I was like, oh, I can't, let me get out so I can, I want to come back in. But anyways, I loved it. You would love in, we went, we were in Ireland. We went to a whiskey distillery. I would you love that. You would have loved that. Do you remember oh, the name of it? Not off the top of my head. I'd okay. have to look it up, but I, I would be able to find it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'm one of these days I'll, I'll be hitting Scotland and Ireland and doing a ton of different whiskey tours, you know, and stuff. Yeah. Um, let me see here. I think we got to the, Oh, Monday morning quarterback. What are you doing? Setting up a convenience store to try to trick these people, right? If your goal is to kill them, just give them the guns and then kill them. Why have the convenience store? I, I mean, it, it makes it fun for the movie, obviously, right? You see the three of them get killed initially, and then Betty Gilpin's crystal character comes in and turns the table on them. Absolutely love that that that, that happened. But just in general, that's a terrible idea if your goal is to kill these people. It's a horrible idea. It's absolutely stupid. And you could tell none of these people have ever hunted before. They have no clue how to hunt. If I'm going to hunt, I'm going to li- literally do it totally different. In fact, it's more like surviving the game with iced tea. That, that's, that seems more... Um, plausible this is just that's just silly you know, you know funny? i could you, oh, go ahead i could definitely understand having the truck with the trip wire that's oh that's pretty creative like that boom he blows up but then again um like that whole like creating that whole and who does this say that they're actually going to go to that area they like gone on the other taking the road the other way yeah it's like anyways it was that was a little too much yeah i agree with you um but what, my favorite oh. scene though was with her walking in there, figuring out that these guys are full of crap, giving him, you know, hey, cigarettes are six bucks and boom, blows them up. I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought that was too. She turned the tables on them right there. Um, what did you think about, uh, well, not what did you think about? I really liked when Ma looked down at um, Ike Barinholtz's character. He was like the white supremacist. You see him in a picture holding a tiki torch, you know, at one time. But then she she looks down and sees that he has a wedding ring. And it kind of reminds her of the fact that, oh, these might be deplorable people online, but he was married. Maybe he has kids, too. We just killed a potential family man. You know, it was, it was just kind of like an, a really interesting insight. You go from killing these people who are just nameless, but you think they're soulless, evil people online. But now he's a dad. We killed a dad and a husband. What a shame. I, I really liked how that Ma's character felt that twinge of uh, remorse, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So my money market quarterback would be don't kill people. 
that, that literally just don't kill people. That's just the dumbest thing. Or kidnap them in order to have a game to kill them. They could eventually come back to get you. Totally. Like if you're going to do it, do it right, where you torture them and they can't escape and then they die. I mean, if you're going to do something as stupidly horrific as that. But yeah. yeah, so my Monday morning quarterback would have been to do it differently. Like don't let them run around with guns. Yeah. Um, my favorite kill was when Gary gets the grenade shoves it down crisis mike's pants and says sayonara sugar tits runs and he blows up that that was my favorite death that's awesome yeah i would agree that was really fun and uh, well on top i i guess maybe take that back i loved running over that dude with the car that was a good death like i that that felt satisfactory i was like oh i feel satisfied now yeah oh you know what i really like too when she when 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 uh crystal killed the other woman and she said, do you think because you're a warm woman, I should afford you some kind of special privilege and not kill you? No, boom. And just, I love that too. That's like my second favorite. Exactly. And she had to like eat her own words. Like she was trying to say that it was, but then I was like, uh, if I say that I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, what's interesting thinking about thinking back to surviving the game. It seemed like those hunters that were hunting iced tea, they were established hunters. They've been doing it for a long time. They had dirty clothes. Like they, they are hunters in this movie. All of those hunters were brand new right off the shelves. Um, R E I top of the line clothing you know it's kind of cool seeing that these guys are kind of like elite rich people that don't know what they're doing and it's, it's just kind of fun the idea that uh these guys were trying to kill people but then they all died uh themselves because of their stupid choices absolutely mm-hmm. oh and reminded me i thought about one of the things about getting them when they're in that little bunker thing grabbing a, a landmine i forgot that they had a sack like a whole bag full of grenades mm-hmm. like they're just Literally grab two, go from one end and the other, and just and they blow them up. And they're, they're literally dead. So yeah. yeah, there was a few holes, but it was rather entertaining. So yeah, I, I I enjoy the movie. Cool beans. So is there anything that we've have failed to mention about this one? No, I think I'm good. Cool beans. So Dust, this was my choice. What are we learning from next week? Oh, I really want to do Karate Kid. Good choice. How about yeah, you? it's been so awesome. long since I've seen it. You're talking about the original, not the Jackie Chan, uh, young Will Smith's son movie, right? Definitely the original Karate Kid. <laughs> Good choice. We get to see Ralph Macchio and Mr. Miyagi once again. And uh, I think in the, a couple episodes ago, you reminded me that Elizabeth Shue is in the movie too, right? She is. Yes, she is. I had totally forgotten that. So yeah, it'll be pretty cool watching this one. So I'm definitely, good choice, Dust. I'm looking forward to that. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you downloaded the podcast or watching, if you're on YouTube, once again, watchandlearnpodcast.com slash YouTube. And of course, you heard our thoughts on The Hunt. We want to hear what you think. Tell us your life lessons, your own Monday morning quarterback, the awesome prop that you would take away from this movie as well. Just go to the show notes page, watchandlearnpodcast.com slash The Hunt. One word, The Hunt, right there. All righty. Once again, my name was Sky. And I'm Dusty. And we will return next week with... The Karate Kid. <laughs>